A young woman walks in wearing red leather pants, black boots, a tight, skimpy, sleeveless, low-cut red leather top that shows off her midriff, long black satin gloves, and bright red lipstick. She has long brown wavy hair streaked with red and white, and she's got an attitude. As she walks by, all the men in the bar look at her. She approaches a man shaking his head in disapproval, sitting at one of the tables. She joins him. I thought I said discreet. What? Do you see nipple? Looks at watch. You're late. You're screwing me. The axis of Pythia is worth $33 million. You told me it was worth six. The axis is merely a mythical, mystical object. It has no inherent monetary value. Blah, 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 polysyllabic blah. I need a drink. Waiter, I'll take a red coat up, double the body, and can I get one of those swizzly things? To man. Just love those. You were saying? My appraiser priced the axis at exact 18% of its true market value. And seeing as how I steal stuff on commission, that's like getting me for 80% off. Now let's be honest, Elliot. The young woman reaches for Elliot's hand for conversational emphasis, but he recoils in a panic, shuddering. Do I look like a blue light special to you? The street value is irrelevant. I only want the axis for my own private collection. Now, as I recall, we had already settled on a rather substantial fee. Say it with me, big guy. Commission. Looks at a packet on the table. This my stuff? Auction house perimeters, security system, vent work, vault. I'll make the delivery to a private high-rise downtown. I'll be waiting in the penthouse. And then we'll transfer the balance of your fee. Which we both know is going to have a lot more zeros in the end of it, right? You know, Gwen, you came to me very highly recommended for your, uh, pauses while the waiter brings Gwen's drink. For your talents. But I have to admit, I was expecting someone a bit more professional. Stands in size. I am a professional, and we professionals don't like taking the bone. Gwen is holding up Elliot's watch that she took from him without him noticing. Reaches for it. Gwen, that is a $12,000 watch. Gwen smiles, zaps the watch in her fist, and tosses it on the table in front of him. It now resembles melted metal, like the toy car from the previous scene. And now it's surrealism. Gwen licks the swizzle stick from her drink and walks out of the bar. Oh, jeez. She is so annoying. She's annoying. She's from a different show. She's not on this show. No, she's not on this show. It's almost like a person read a bunch of X-Men comics. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, what if we just stole things from X-Men mm-hmm. and put it in Angel? Wouldn't that be interesting? Mm-hmm. And it turns out, no. Well, cause they and they've done that before too, with that girl that had like telekinetic powers that were getting yeah. out of control. Um, which had like kind of like a Phoenixy type yes. feel to it. This was like I think she's supposed to be rogue. Yes. Cause she can't touch anyone. She can't touch anyone. She has for Angel. Except for Angel, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is a thief. Mm-hmm. And, and she has streaks in her hair. Streaks in her hair. Mm-hmm. Like I really feel like someone watched the X-Men cartoon and sort of remembered it. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, but we won't give her a Cajun accent. That's yeah. our one thing we won't do. And, and they're otherwise, like, they're like, um, and the harm is like mm, electricity instead of just like absorbing energy. So yeah, cool, great, 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 great. Um, she's super annoying. I don't know why they included her in this episode. Was it supposed to be sexy when they kissed? I think it was, and I was just like, Ugh! and why are they kissing? Because he's like, he's so like my happy. His his heart, he feels turned on because his heart is beating. Okay, that makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense, but he's also wild because he's been underwater for three okay, months. Okay, he is wild. But it was just like, it made no, like, because it's not a thing that happens. Like, if your heartbeat starts going faster, people don't start making out. You, like, get hot. Yeah. You freak out. Your body, like, freaks out and you're, you're no, not, you like, have a panic attack. You have a panic attack. You're not like, oh, I got to put my tongue in someone's mouth. Yeah. Although, may, uh, yeah, I, 
maybe he got his first like real hard on in a long time. Yeah, I wonder if it's one because for me it's one of those things where it's like it works, but it doesn't make sense. So like, I mean, if someone explained my eyes were rolling hard because I was like, okay, I get it, but like also, okay. It also feels like something that was, and usually soap operas do this more, mm-hmm. but like it feels like something they that is in there so that it can be in the next week on Angel for us all to be like, what? Yeah, he's kissing this one girl. Why is he doing that? Well, and also I feel like knowing what we know about the behind the scenes stuff in the show, yeah. that there like was kind of like drama between Charisma Carpenter and the creator of the show. I'm wondering if this, because Charisma Carpenter is barely in these episodes and yeah. only like very washed out. She's given very little to do and what she's given to do is out of character and dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except this, the, okay, I will say, and I, I'm not a hardcore Angel Cordy shipper because, you know, mm-hmm. he already has a soulmate. Yeah. Her name's Buffy. Yeah. But I, you know, I feel like the show except for the fumble towards the end of the season, like, did a good job building that Mm -hmm. up for me. So the Thanksgiving scene at the beginning of the two episodes we're talking about, we're talking about uh, deep down... Oh. Also, (laughs) I'm Kelly Kelly Nugent. (laughs) And I'm Ryan Mogey. And this is Tall, Dark, and Broody. Um, So we're talking about deep down and ground state. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning of deep down, we have that this fantasy in Angel's head where all his loved ones are together having uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Mm -hmm. And it's really sweet. And I felt like Charisma Carpenter was perfect in those scenes. She was great. She was great. She was like... She was really good. Yeah. Like, it was... It, so, w- what she was given to do, she did a great job. hmm I think that the the two... At the end of each episode, she gets this moment of being a higher being and being like, come on, guys. Yeah. Are you demented? What does she say? Are you deficient? Which is better than the R word, which she usually uses. Great. Baby but- steps. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, it is... <sighs> I know. It doesn't fit at all with what we saw at the end of last season. Also, you can tell that Charisma Carpenter didn't think so because she is really phoning in those lines. Like, she is like, seriously, you want me to say that I'm bored? Uh Which is like, what are you, deficient? Get me out of here. You want me to just, like, act as a head? Yeah. And, like, we're going to light you a lot. Are we going to pretend? Is this, like, Mork and Mindy? Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, like, and so this was my wonder because we get this backstory of Gwen, Mm -hmm. which we don't usually get when we get, that's the cold open. Yeah, of the second episode. And so it's like, are we prepping for an inch? Like, is, was there hope that we would love this new character and she was going to be, if not a regular cast member, like a recurring? I wouldn't have minded. I mean, as much as she's like <laughs> very two dimensional and like kind of, she's like very horny all the time in like a way that like exactly. doesn't make like, sense. Electricity, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and maybe Angel really is that good a kisser that you would be like, I can't focus on death mm-hmm. right now. I have to like make sure we talk about kissing a lot. We could have had her mixing things up. Sure. I wouldn't have minded. I, honestly, that's something that the show doesn't have right now, um, except for Lila. And she really isn't that. And Wes, who's trying to be it. But like they don't, there isn't like a person who uh, runs both sides. Mm-mm. Who's like, you know, what is it like uh, chaotic neutral or chaotic neutral? Yeah. Like, like a there's Deadpool. There's no Deadpool. Well, I mean, I feel like Deadpool's an extreme. Yeah. I'm just like somebody who's like, can be on the team, but then also like has side shit. Mm-hmm. Like Catwoman. Great. There's no Catwoman. No, there isn't. No, there. And, and that's another thing, too, where I'm like, I get such heavy Catwoman vibes from her. So it's like rogue, but then plus like the sensuality of yes. Catwoman, <laughs> of uh, Selena Kyle. So I'm like, uh, it just seems so, it seems like an OC from a bad fanfic. 
That's what it seems like. Oh, my God. It is. Down to the kissing, down to the starting his heart, which, like, that makes no sense. No. Because, and that's the thing, too. Why does it get plumped up and alive again? And I believe that we've seen, I don't think we've seen a woman with, like, electricity, but I think we've seen Angel act as a conduit before. We've seen him at least get shot. So his heart should have beat then. I mean, I think they, yeah. There's something special about her It feels like a fanfic. It does feel like that storyline in it. Yes. But we're jumping ahead. Okay, we are jumping ahead. Let's so, get back. Okay, so that Thanksgiving thing was great. Wes was is there. Great. Wes is Connor there. Connor is there being a kid, but uh, like being knucklehead Connor, which I don't mind knucklehead Connor. Me neither. He's not when a real he's person. A normal kid. And there were certain parts, too, where I was like, like, Connor's a cute kid at times. Yes. Like when he, like that scene at the beginning was, mm-hmm. I laughed. Yes. When he like, uh, so basically we have... Fred and Gunn are running, running, running. They get yeah. in the car and it's like classic like uh, vampire chase. Yes. And then Connor, like, as Fred is about to have an axe thrown at her, yeah. he jumps in, catches the axe, and then whips it back around yep. and chops off the thing's head. <laughs> and then he does like this goofy smile and he's like, wasn't that cool? <laughs> Which I was like, you know what? At the core, Connor is a kid. Yes. Um, He does do some very frustrating things yes i mean here's the thing he's a kid and he's had really shitty adults in his life yes and i know it will change but i think i'm still kind of empathetic to him especially the way that fred turns on him dude that was mean that was so mean and it made me think so much less of fred but that's the thing is that like i get why fred was so mad because the thing is she doesn't know the whole thing of like that he thought, because she doesn't know that anything about uh, Holtz being dead or anything like that. No, I think, and I think that's fine, but you treated this guy, this person, like he was part of the family mm-hmm. and you cast him out immediately. And he's a kid. Like, yeah. yes, he's like seven, what, he's supposed to be 15 or 16 years old? 17? I have no idea how old he's supposed yeah. to be. Let's but say he's not between 15 be, and 17. Yeah, he is not supposed to be an adult. So he's a kid. And of course, yeah, you don't, it's not a, it's not good news to find out that he buried his father for three months. No. <laughs> That's bad news. But it was just like, she flipped so hard on him that I was like, you have no empathy for this well, person. Well, I think this is what it is. And I think we, we know this about Fred here. And I like that she's flawed in this way. Yeah. I mean, I like as a character that she's flawed in this way. It mm-hmm. makes me like mad at her. Yes. But she's definitely projecting because... She feels stupid for having stood up for him and given him so many chances, yeah. especially with Gunn. Yeah. Because Gunn is always like, no, no, no. And she's like, oh, come on. He wants to do this. Yeah. And then to yeah, have he made it her turn look out. Stupid. Yeah. And so she was just, and Fred is a very smart person. Mm-hmm. And very smart people hate looking stupid. Oh, my God. She was so mad about Angel's drawings. Oh, my God. Like, I was like, calm down. You don't yeah, have to be the best at everything. Yeah, exactly. He was like, you are so insecure. Like, yeah, staying up all night would be tough. But like, yeah, now we have better drawings. But also like. No offense, Fred, but your drawings weren't adding. And also, you had, like, full-on pages of things that did not need to even be highlighted. (laughs) You need to, like, work on, like, what is important. Like, yeah, separate the wheat from the chafe. Exactly. Like, just trim the fat. (laughs) Get rid of it. Um, That being said, I did like that scene. I did laugh. So, Yeah, it was funny. But I do think that this, and I guess part of it is maybe I'm missing Cordelia. Because Cordelia is the, like the mom or or maybe it's not fair to call it maternal but like she's the person who is like the heart of things yeah and she's also funny and she's funny and so and she's I think, funny in a different way yes. than the other people and so are. i feel like i missed her and i think she would still be like yeah let's tie connor like tying connor up was like 
definitely important to do. Absolutely. I'm not saying don't tie him up, but the cruelty with which Fred turned on him, I don't know. He's a kid. Yeah. I think definitely her like bringing him the sandwich that he likes. And as he's eating it, she's like, I can't imagine what it'll like what like leading like building yeah. him up to feel so safe which i get that you probably have to do to get one over on connor because he is like yes. a Kortoth boy but like i was like damn girl like when she yeah i mean amy acker is a good actor yes. she can seem so cruel and so sweet yes because i was like oh no she's amazing like this is none of this is even like you said th- all of this is why fred is an interesting character like she's yeah. complex but I was sitting there like, girl, I know. <sighs> but the thing is, she also like, and this is the thing too, which we see kind of why she's so on edge mm-hmm. later when she kind of like loses it with yeah. um, Gun after Gun gets killed. I, I actually cried at that part. Oh my God, that part was really tough and Gun was making me want to throw things at him. When he, oh my God. What did God. he say? He's like, oh, are you really going to start with this like female nonsense? Alien female thing? I... Fred should have broken up with him right there. <laughs> or at least like been like, we need to have a talk. Like, we're going to table the feelings I have about like you being dead, but we're going to talk right now about <sighs> what you just said to what me. What you just said. When, yeah, she's been holding everything the fuck together. You've been having, yeah. like, you've been acting like a little boy. Okay, there's a ch- actual child in the context mm-hmm. of this, and you're the one who's acting like, ooh, who's alpha? Yeah. Who's the big guy here? And like, then, what are you doing, yeah. man? You're and, a grown up. And usually the person that keeps everything together is Cordy, who's gone. Mm -hmm. And Fred is like still like still learning how to deal with her own emotions after coming back from Pylea and then is forced to like hold together everything. Angel's like barely standing up. Yeah. Um, No, Fred's like all of Fred's support system is missing. And now she's like filling all these voids. mm -hmm. There's also Wes who, while it wasn't like the cuddliest, Mm -hmm. was at least like insightful Mm -hmm. and could be helpful. Yeah. There's not even a person like that on the team anymore. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, which is like, Wes, that was <laughs> Angel tends to have the same kind of short sightedness that Buffy has. Yeah. When Angel like walks in to see Wes, who's got his own little team now. And he's like, you know, I spent some time down there when like Wes was the one who dragged him up. there, I And he's know. like, I think we're OK now. And he's like expecting Wes to be like, great, let's be a team again. But it's like, you tried to smother him. You tried to smother him. And then how, subsequent to that, he spent months doing everything he could to find you. Yeah. And save you. And then did save you. And fed you his blood. And fed you his blood as part of it. Like, he kept a slave girl in okay. order to... <laughs> okay, I know I, I hate Justine. We hate Justine so much. But no one should be kept in a closet. No one should have to poop in a... In a bucket. bucket. And get that... I actually, I really loved that part. Because it so showed how fucking dark Wesley's become. Oh, he's, he's gone over. He's, we need to have Jen Kleinrock back on. Because I feel like we made be, so many promises whoa. to her about dark West. And now they're all coming true. Dark West? Okay, first of all, we got some ab shots of dark West. He's and looking I was good. like, honey. Well, because that's the yum. thing. And we've talked about this before. Like, they, usually with that actor, they have to, like, cover his hotness. Here they were letting they're it all like, hang out. They're like, no, we don't have to cover his hotness anymore. <laughs> like, let it out. He's bad and he's sexy. <laughs> and I was like, I buy it. Like, yeah, he, and, oof. And I do think more this season than last season, I feel like I see his chemistry with Lila. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Like, it's much more present this season. And I was like, their scenes are zenzuel. Because, yeah. like, it, in the past ones, it was kind of like, why are they together? And now we get why they're together. Yes. 
Um, because they're alone together. Because they're um, alone together, and because also I think they're both like feeling themselves in areas where like other people aren't going to appreciate. Yeah. So they're like they're both like, ooh, she's mm-hmm. like I'm the ultimate evil, and he's like, ooh, I'm I'm bad now. Yeah. And so they can like indulge that with each other. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if Wes tried to tell Fred about it, she would not be into no. it. I also like um that we get to see Lila finally get oh. some that was so sick i loved that it was amazing so we've been like this is season four we've been watching her get one upped hustling after angel barely holding on to her job yeah we have not gotten to see gotten to see her like make a check mm-hmm. move and this was awesome because like i feel like she like logged in her head the experience of going up to talk to the senior partners when she was with Angel and was like, oh, I'll keep that in my mm-hmm. mind. File it away. Yep. Um, and so basically like Linwood is um, like calls this meeting and basically like insinuates to Lila before it that like this is going to be a meeting about you yeah. and like we're going to have to deal with you. Yeah. And in previous meetings, we've seen that that can often mean someone gets murdered in a meeting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and someone gets murdered in this meeting. Yeah. But um, not who Linwood suspects. <laughs> no. <laughs> and um, I did, I mean, I, this show does a lot of like cheesy wordplay, but I yeah. did like when she said, so he, he goes, so she says basically in the meeting, he's like, oh, you haven't been performing well, blah, 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 blah. And she goes, you know what, actually? I think this is about fear and why are we not moving forward? You are too scared to catch Connor, to figure out where Angel is, to do any of this stuff. And um, I forgot the name, but like uh, one of the senior yeah. partners agrees with me. And he's like, you went over my head. And then she clicks a button. His head gets chopped off. And it lands on the middle of the table in front of her. to the middle of the table. And she says, actually, I just went. I went right under it. Which I oh. love. And then she makes Gavin clean up the head. It's perfect. It's perfect. And that actor is so good, too, because you can see him be like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, he immediately turns into, like, bumbling servitude. Yeah, of course. Because that's Gavin. Yeah. And otherwise, he's going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, he has self-preservation. That's what his whole thing is. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was really good. It was good for her to get her boss moment. Yeah. And she's all like, you all report to me now. Which was great. Yeah. I mean, good it. for her. Um, she's evil, but I. She is evil, but good for. Her. She's having a good couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Things are going her way. Oh my god! When she and Wes are fooling around, I don't think this is the lunch hour one. I think this was in the first episode. They are both so sweaty. There's, there I imagine so, it's so hot in that room. That's probably like, why. It's and it was weird because I LA is having a heat wave right now, so like I was so sweaty too. Mm-hmm. But I was like, could they be hotter than me? I don't know if it's possible. I don't know if it's possible because <laughs> it's so hot where I am. I was literally they were so sweaty, laying down on the floor. <laughs> With my feet elevated <laughs> in front of the AC, and I, like my feet were like right where the AC yeah. would be hitting, and I was just like sweating. I kept falling asleep because of the heat, so I had to keep pausing yeah. and going back, and because I like hear like fight yeah, sounds, yeah. I was like, oh, oh, oh okay, oh. come back, <laughs> I missed something. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very uh, climate topical. Yeah, there. it felt like yeah, it felt like we were on there. Um, okay, what about Fred trying to say, bro? Okay, there were a couple things happening here because she keeps trying to say like I guess like urban slang, yeah, but like very mainstream colloquialisms. Yeah, she doesn't try to say anything like she says things that if you grew up in the suburbs, everyone says. Yeah, like dog. Yes, which honestly, like I almost feel like if you're a white person, you say dog. Like you're 
you're signing your own ticket. Like you're doing, you're representing yourself. Right. You're, oh, oh, here's how I'll say it. You're playing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. played yourself. Like it's not like, it. it's, it is appropriation, I guess, mm-hmm. but you're not, you're a goof. I wonder, I wonder if this is like, this is going to like make Fred seem so much worse, Uh but if this is like coding for, she tries to say the N word. I think it was maybe trying to do that, but it also like, like bro, bro is like, here's the thing too. We've had 10 years or whatever. That's true. In the interim, bro has become a different thing than maybe it was then. Cause now bro is not, is like the, one of the least urban words. No, I mean, that's if like you say a someone, white dude wearing a monster hat being like, hey, bro, what's up? Hey, bro. Or like maybe wearing two polo shirts. Yeah. Yeah. He's like playing the cross. Mm-hmm. Like a bro is very different. So like maybe that's part of why the bro one first felt like. like yeah, that was. And then, well, at first, quite honestly, I was like, is it because she's a woman? And then I was. Oh, but it's not. I think it's. I mean, although we know he has problems. He has problems with women. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um. Yeah. I don't think it is. She says, okay, she says, bro, she says, dog. And then in another season, she says, oh, I didn't write it down. She says another one. Yeah. But they're all, like, the most, and also, like, dog. Once Sean Connery says, you're the man now, dog, in that Finding Forrester movie, I think dog is now on the table for white people. <laughs> well, because dog, a, a person that's saying dog is, like, like. How do you take them serious? I'm talking about, and again, I'm talking about, like, white people. That's like a Kyle Mooney character. Oh my god, 100%. But we live in a post-Kyle Mooney world. Like, I know. So it's hard to remember, but like... Okay, a yeah. North County San Diego white dude. Yes! Like, oh man, that's a sick, like, uh, kickflip dog. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, it's it's part of the skater culture in a way. So yeah. it's, I don't know. It just... So that's the thing. If you're a skater and you say it, then I'm like, oh, you're a skater. Yes. If you are a lacrosse player that says it, then I'm like, huh? <laughs> but even so, I think you're like a... You're just a You're dork. douche. You're a douche. You're not like appropriating. But that's the thing. I think I think it is coding. I think yeah. that they're mere, they're doing that because they can't. But then I'm like, Fred, you cannot say that. If oh, it yeah. is code, I'm like, girl. Girl, no. No. There's a lot you can't say, Fred. So I think they both are having issues with like otherness in their yes. relationship, which is weird. Um, I mean, or here's the thing. Or maybe we're misreading the scene. And it's supposed to be she can't pull off, bro. Which is another possible truth. Which is like that she's not cool enough. Which is possible, but screw you, God. Yeah. Because you don't get to tell your girlfriend what she can say. That's the thing, too, where you it's like... You don't have authority on that front. If it's a coolness factor, then you can say whatever you want, barring, like, slurs. But, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you can't be like, oh, you're not cool enough to say that. I mean, I've had times where I say something and I'm like, did I pull that off? And then someone will be like, no. I'll be like, okay, thank you for being honest with me. I remember, like... <laughs> Uh, in it had to be like sixth grade, yeah. Um, and I, I don't, I was, I was like into like, I, I, I don't know how to describe it, but anyway, I was um in my cousin's minivan, uh-huh. and these are the cousins that were so mean to me, and they were like talking about like blowing bubbles, and I was like, oh well, I don't got no gum, and they're like, you don't got no gum, learn grammar, and like they would always call L.A. the ghetto. It was like they were so fucking snotty. Ugh. They lived in Tustin. <laughs> Tustin. <laughs> Which is um, just like, okay, well, if you want to live in the suburbs, that's fine. But don't come at me about Los Angeles. Well, and, and also the word ghetto. It's, that's coded. Talk about coded. Yeah. And because also it made me think of the ghettos during World War II. Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah. then I'm like, are you, are you like, do you have like a, are you, is this a social justice thing? Like, are you against the existence yeah. of ghettos? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what? Is, let's figure out your aim. <laughs> what, what are we doing here with that word? Because <laughs> if you're just trying to say uh, not white people. Yeah. Who have less money than you. That's what they were trying to say. Then fuck off. But they weren't even white. They aren't white. Whatever. Doesn't matter. <sighs> I think you can still hate people. Oh, yeah. You can be racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're like, yeah, you can be racist even though you're Vietnamese. <laughs> That's our PSA today. Yeah. Um, um, okay. I wrote, and I can't remember why, but Cordy made me cry at one scene. Maybe it was the, oh, you know what? It was when she confessed her love to him on the bluff. And it was fake. And it was all a fantasy, but like. When she's like, I like this one better. She did a great job there too. She was so good. Mm-hmm. When they gave her stuff to do, she was amazing. Also like noting the, um, her performance in the, fir- in the Thanksgiving scene. Mm-hmm. I think her and everyone else, and also I think partially it was like direction and, and like lighting, but it was like a sweet scene, but also like kind of creepy. Yeah. And then the part, where she changes from sweet to when he spills on the floor and breaks the glass and yeah. she says like, well, look what you've done, silly. Which is so creepy and she does it so well. Yeah. So she's like really, when they're using her, she's great. Yes. We- but yeah, that scene on the bluff was very sad. Very sad. Especially, I, I love that they kept doing those like quick snaps to like uh, Connor tumbling with him down the hill yeah. and then him being like, wait, this isn't how it happened. Yeah. And, like, the fact that his hallucinations were pretty closely mirroring things that were actually yeah. happening was really disorienting. Because, like, I actually had to back up yeah. and be like, wait, did I miss that he, like, came out? <laughs> but also, I kept falling asleep. So that could have been it, too. No, the whole first episode, I felt like it kept it in the arc. And it was, it was really compelling. I mean, when the reveal that that's what Wes is doing. Because first, when we find he's, he has Justine, you're like, is he just a weird torture man now? I know. I know. Ew. Like, what's happening? <laughs> and then we find out he's using Justine to find Angel. Yeah. But when you think of like how he got to that point, he must have tortured her. Of course he did. And he just keeps her in that room with a bucket. And no son. And she has to listen to him and Lila fuck. I know. Oh. And they probably, you know that they have like some kinky sex. Yes. So... Yeah, because they're both filled with rage. So they're both filled with so much anger. <laughs> it's a lot of like just like angry screaming sex. Uh-huh. And um, probably like they're they each carry some scars now. Absolutely. Um I mean how quick he was to cut himself open. Instantly. You know there's like blood play. Like there's some like <laughs> there's fluid play really like gross. happening with yeah. them. Something intense. Yeah, very intense. Uh, they probably just like listen to nine inch nails over and over again. <laughs> That's so sad. That was like the like grunt like grittiest thing I could think of. Yeah. No, it's yeah, bad. Um, you know who else is bad in this episode? So mm. Fred like turns on Connor in a way that I was like, "Whoa, Fred!" Yeah. Uh, but also Lauren is kind of a dick. Yes, yes. I yeah. He was just like, "Sorry, sorry, everyone's missing." Ha 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 ha. He doesn't even let them sing for him. Oh, over the phone. Yeah. I wonder if he can do that. I, I guess. I don't know. But he could have tried. Yeah. It was just like, dude, you don't give a fuck about anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does have a huge fur coat on. Love that coat. It's a great coat. Goes great with his uh, makeup. Yeah, it was um, a great look. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, okay, what about Gunn's thing when she says, you're the alpha male, and he's like, I, that's getting blood pumping and 
sucked my dick. Yeah. Ew. It was so gross. Also, like, I love Fred. Mm -hmm. But there are times when she says certain things, it's kind of, it infantilizes her. Mm -hmm. Because she says it in kind of a baby voice. And then the fact that it turns him on. But that's like their. That's their thing. That's their dynamic. Like, because when we met him, he was a grown person. That's true. When we met her, she was experiencing a lot of things. Yeah, she's. She was, yeah, and just had to, like, learn the world. But, it, like, her saying in a baby voice, well, you're the alpha, and then him being like, now I have a boner. I was like, ew. Yeah, and also, and maybe it's, I'm thinking of Connor too much like a child, but, like, again, congratulations. Yeah. You're the alpha when it's a, a woman. It's a woman who has very limited fighting skills. You, who have been fighting demons for your whole, like, your whole adult- adulthood. And a child? Like a feral child. A feral child. Yeah, you probably should be, like, taking care. You should yeah. have a, like, you should be the boss of this mm-hmm. tribe. Yeah. Like, or Fred could, but Fred is not, and she's not equipped. No. But, like, you could. So, yeah, dude. Yeah. Because, frankly, I'd say if Cordelia was there, she'd be the alpha. She'd be the alpha. But she's not. Uh-uh. If Wes was there, he would. Yeah. I mean, all of the people who could keep shit in order are all gone. Yeah, gone or, like, about to pass out. Yes. <laughs> and Fred sees that in her own way and is trying to fix it. And Gunn just doesn't. Mm-mm. Which is like, which is kind of a frustrating thing about him. Because I think he thinks of himself as like, I've got it all taken care of. And it's like, no, dude. Like, your girlfriend's covering for all the kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. And you can't even get along with some kid who's a good fighter. Mm-hmm. Are you training him? Are you working with him? Are you? No. That's the thing. It doesn't seem like he's really interacting with him <clears throat> extensively enough to like get through to him yes they're not he, he's not making any connections with him which would be like number one priority if it was con- uh cordy wes or angel it reminds me of like if a person is like dog sitting a dog that's not a dog person you know yes, what i mean like, that's they're just totally like i'm what not it is. like and then the other like it's a couple and mm-hmm. the 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 other person in the relationship is kind of a dog person so that person walks the dog every day mm-hmm. that person feeds the dog mm-hmm. all the time and then non-dog person's like, yeah, well, when you were away, I, like, put out his bowl. Yeah, it's like, exactly. Yeah, you want fucking credit? Yeah. Pull your weight, bro. Yeah, exactly. I guess the same could be said for, like, well, them. I was going to say, like, parents and a child. Yeah. But, like, that's this. Yeah. Where it's, like, one person's trying desperately to connect with the child and the other person's just like, well, I. Saw my kid. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, like, you know, bring home the bacon. And it's like, okay, but <laughs> try connecting. You have a responsibility here. Um, however, Connor does do some very frustrating things because we know that he is trying to get rid of the like any leads to Angel because he yes. believes that Angel's bad. Well, also, he doesn't want to get implicated. Right. So it's like, I, I don't know that it's as much like, I mean, yes, he doesn't want anyone to find Angel, but I think he more doesn't want, I think he doesn't want his family. His, I don't think he wants his home to get destroyed. Yeah. Because it's also all he has. At and that that's point. the thing, too, where I'm like, I, in previous viewings, I saw this as much more of a, like, malicious and just, like, shitty behavior. And it is shitty. Yeah, it's not cool. Um, And it is annoying, but, like, I'm, I think I've, like, become more able to empathize as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. Probably because I, maybe I'm just, like, very emotionally stunted, like, took a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. Um, So now I'm like, okay, I get, I get why he's doing it much more. Yeah. But that being said, if I were Fred or Gunn, I would be pissed. Sure. I think I would be pissed, 
But like, it's all a part of one piece, right? Mm-hmm. He was raised by well, by uh, Holtz. Mm-hmm. Ugh, my brain does that. He was raised mm-hmm. by Holtz. He believes that Angel killed Holtz, and therefore he got rid of it. He killed Angel mm-hmm. or got rid of Angel. That's like all one thing. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, him stopping the leads to find Angel, that's not additional shitty things. Mm-hmm. It's all part of one, one choice. Yeah. And when you look at it from Connor's perspective, like what was his other choice? Yeah. To abandon the father that raised him, that took care of him, that and just move in with the person that murdered that guy? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what Connor was supposed to do. Well, that's the thing, too, because it's like he's betraying his, in his mind, his father from Quartoth. Mm-hmm. And he's also like setting himself up for danger with living with this guy. Yeah. And he doesn't, the thing is, like, we all know Angel, but he doesn't. Right. So he has no reason, and he's got like 17 about yeah. years of like indoctrination about how evil Angel is. Right. So I guess, not that, I don't think Connor is blameless, I think, but I think he's doing what he has with the tools that he has. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, in a, definitely Angel does the right thing with him with being like, I love you. You can't live here. Like, I, I can't have you here. Mm-hmm. It, you know, that kind of tough love is probably is appropriate for someone who tried to kill you. Or yeah. tried to send you to the bottom of the ocean forever. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, yeah, I think when he thinks that Connor has something to do with Cordelia's disappearance, that's much worse. Of a, yeah, that's, that is much worse. Mm-hmm. Well, because then it's like, I understand why you would do this to me. Right. But Cordelia actually healed you. Yes. So and Cordelia, in, mind, is, in a way, isn't totally innocent of this situation. Yeah. So yeah, so I guess I, I not team Connor because I think he's he's making a mistake, but I feel like it's like Wes's choice. Like I feel like he's doing yeah. it with what he has. This is yeah, and he's and the problem is is that he's I think he yes I look at him in the same way as like choice wise mm-hmm. same as Wes. The problem is is that he's annoying, and so I think that's like the like where I'm like okay I I get that you I feel for you much mm-hmm. more now, but I'm still annoyed by the things you do. Here's okay, but in scale of annoying, compared to like Dawn, he is not no, that annoying. He's not as annoying as Dawn. He's the most annoying person on Angel, but like Angel doesn't have that many annoying no. people. I mean, we'll see if he gets less if he gets less annoying or more annoying. I think that's true. I think that the fact that we know his whole arc can color That's the problem. Where we are. But like where we are right now, I mean it's I feel bad when Angel's like watching him be homeless. Like that's that was sad. sad. No, I actually felt really bad for him there. When we realize that the person that both of them are watching is him and, and all we see is just like this little lump on the ground in yeah. a blanket. Like I did feel bad for him there. And also we see a like a chink in the armor too. When Angel says like, I did, I was trying to tell you I did not kill Holtz. Yeah. He committed suicide. He had, what's her name, do it. Yeah. And you see him be like, oh. And then like, uh, as if to himself. Yes. If we're going to do like the stage directions yes, like yes. that. <laughs> you, as if to himself say like, Oh, but still, you deserved it, which he we know he's not sure of. Yeah, so. exactly. And I think all he do- has to do is know Angel more. Mm-hmm. And Angel's little speech was really. I almost did that as our scene, but and we could do it later if we want. There's not. It's not a lot of dialogue. It's kind of <laughs> it's a monologue. But Angel's speech about like fighting, even the even if you, there's no chance of winning, mm-hmm. and being a champion, and what that means, and like him saying to his son, like I want. I hope one day you join us on this mission. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not done with you. I'm not cutting ties with you. I want you here with us. Mm -hmm. But, like, you got to figure some shit out. Yeah. 
So it's a good thing he does, and then the whole rest of the series, they're best friends. Yeah, they're best friends, and nothing terrible happens. Ever. <laughs> and nothing annoying, certainly. <laughs> um, so we read the scene, you know, we performed a scene from this arc, and didn't going- really get, a, like, we didn't really talk about everything that happens with okay, this person. Okay, so, so, sh- so we're moving on to ground state. Yeah, I think, like, we've pretty much, like, where things start and end up with the first ep- deep down is basically like Angel gets saved by Wesley, right? Is yeah. that in this episode? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and returns and says like, Connor, you must go. Yes. And also like, where the fuck is Cordy? And he realizes his son didn't do it, but he's still like, I got to find her. Also, I wrote this down, but I don't know what it meant. Usually I try to like write the, um, I believe you're looking for this. And then I wrote eye roll in all caps. It's probably something that that girl did. Is it in the second no, episode? No, it's in this first episode. Huh? It was before the championship. Oh. It is worse than I remember. Oh, no. What is it's it? It's when Wes carries Angel into the lobby. <laughs> and he goes, I believe you were looking for this. Oh, man. That's really embarrassing. Isn't that embarrassing? It's like pathetic. He had the whole drive. No, he's thinking Angel about wasn't it. even talking. No. He had the whole drive from the re- marina to the hotel to come up with something qu- quippy and fun to say when he dropped Angel off. He says, I, I believe you were looking, looking for this. this. Ugh, Wes. <laughs> Have Lila give you some lines. I know, because she's way better at it. Oh, a hundred times. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> so let's talk about Ground State, which opens in a way that I don't know. Has an angel of epi- an episode of Angel ever opened this way? With, with a, a backstory of for, a... Yeah, of a character that we've never heard of. Had inf- like... Maybe, I would say, maybe the only other one was the other X-Men episode. <laughs> This is so dumb. So the first episode takes place in this grainy past that looks it's very well like the sixties. The exposure is too high. It's too high. And it looks like the sixties. You're but totally right. But it's not right. supposed to be. It's supposed to be the seventies because this girl is not that old. Mm-mm. So we see a little girl. She's being dropped off by her parents. She's bundled up and <laughs> she's kind of cute. She's, she's cute. like super bundled up in this red like snowsuit with like mm-hmm. red gloves. And the thing is, I liked. I would have watched more of her backstory rather than her current like situation. I mean, I we would know have on an episode of a different show. Well, yeah. Like it felt very X-Files to me, mm-hmm. but not like it's good, but like it felt like X-Files. Yeah, it where, did. But this show doesn't do that. Like we're mm-hmm. not supposed to get that invested in these characters that come I, and go. Yeah. Like so so she Gets dropped off by her parents, and this mean lady who runs the mm-hmm. school is like, come on, don't get near any of the kids, but... Yeah, don't touch anyone. But that's the thing, too, where they, no one seems to communicate to her that she shouldn't touch people with her hands. No one communicates to the little girl? Yeah. Like, because she... Like, Maybe she goes to, to be- reach for the lady's hand. Maybe she's so... Well, she has gloves on. Yeah. So maybe her parents, when she has gloves on, let her hold hands with them. Sure. I think maybe she's so, maybe she's littler than we think. Maybe she's supposed to be like three. Okay, because she's like nine. She's like, yeah. But maybe she's supposed to be like three years old. So she, you know, because three-year-olds aren't really trained. No. <laughs> so like maybe when she was two, she like shocked a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So since then, they've kept her bottled up. Mm-hmm. But like never taught her how to open yogurt. Oh, my God. When it's falling off of her lap and she reaches <laughs> for the inside of it to pick it up. I was like, your fingies. And then we can also tell that it's just an empty thing. Of, of course yogurt. it is. 
Um, so yeah, so like there's this whole scene. She tries to eat yogurt, but she has to take off her glove to eat the yogurt, which again, you'd think by now she would have, she's either, if she's three, okay. If she's nine by now, she should know how to eat food with also, her condition. I just kept, and this is because of the heat wave. Oh, so hot. But I was like, that poor little girl. I yeah. hope that it's not too, and I was like making sure that everyone else was also wearing ski jackets. Cause nope. I was like, they're not all wearing, that no. little boy is like in a jean jacket. Yeah. He, it is not that she's dying. She's so hot. She's so hot. So a little boy offers her, apropos of nothing, she doesn't say she likes the car. She Mm -hmm. doesn't ask for the car, but they like talk. He says she's not really a freak. She's like, cool. So they have like a cute little moment. And then it's recess is over and he's like, hey, you want to hold my car? Mm -hmm. Which I guess kids do that. Yeah, kids do it. But but it felt kind of dumb because they weren't even, they weren't playing with the car. No. He just pulled a car out of his pocket. Well, he was like, he was playing with it alone. Yes. Because he's like, but it wasn't like she said, cool car. Yeah, exactly. I think what they wanted was like a way for her to, for it to make sense that she would touch him without getting in trouble. That's interesting. Maybe she doesn't understand conduction. Yeah. Because it's a metal car. Yeah. So maybe that's the problem is that she does know she shouldn't touch people, but she didn't realize you can't touch metal touching people. Mm -hmm. Whatever. She fries the dude. And melts the car. Mm-hmm. Then credits for the show Angel, which is about a vampire mm-hmm. uh, detective. Yeah. And isn't and hasn't been for a while a monster of the week show. Like no. we have had so much arc heavy shit. And maybe that's why they were like, we really need to mix things up. Um, I almost feel like if they had just shown us that first scene of her. Yeah. Fine. Just a scene of her as an adult. We didn't need this backstory. Well, because they're trying to, like, humanize her. So, basically, when the kid says, like, are you a freak? Instantly, I was like, that's going to be her, like, trigger word. Yeah. But so, I don't know. I don't think I needed to see that scene to assume that it, especially because we live, like, <laughs> we live in a post-X-Men world. Mm-hmm. We all know about mutants and what it, they're a metaphor mm-hmm. for. We understand that. Like, of course. Of course, if you yeah. call a mutant a freak, they're going to get mad. Yeah. Who is like, oh, wow, I wish they had seeded that in the backstory. No yeah. shit, people. Well, I think they were, like, fooling themselves with how much of a ripoff this was of X-Men. <laughs> so, like, I mean, this is a very unique idea. We have to set people up. We have to give them a backstory. I honestly thought Hulu had switched me over to Legion for a second. I, for, like, half a yeah. second. I was like, not a good episode of Legion. Well, I literally, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the f-? I was like, is this the show I watch? And I seriously paused it to see if it was Angel. Mm-hmm. To see the little thing in the corner. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's Angel. It's Angel. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like I said, I think that in the way the show, like after that scene, as much as we say she's a ripple, she does sort of fit into the world of Angel. Yes. Um, And if we had just started with her scene, you know, her being hot chick walks into a bar, melts shit with her hands. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it would have made that scene more interesting. I already knew she belt- melted shit with her hands. Yeah. How cool would it have been if we didn't know that and then she like, destroyed that watch and you'd be like oh that would have been cool but instead we had to watch whatever or go to a special school because then that would have been cool too where you're like what like what is like what makes this girl so yes yeah i think honestly it felt like they were trying to humanize her a lot to gear up for her to be a recurring character which fine i just looked up what a red coat was because i've never had one do you know what it is no what's in it one and a half ounces light rum, okay. half ounce vodka, 12, 12, half ounce um, apricot brandy, 
half oh. ounce lime juice, one teaspoon grenadine, and it's red. Oh. Huh. I mean, also Vadi, no one fucking says that. Also, like, okay, what the fuck is a swizzle stick? I don't, I to this day, oh. I do not know what it is. A swizzle stick is like a, have you ever gotten a cocktail that has like a plastic thing and you like use yeah. it to stir your cocktail? Yeah. Yeah, this is a swizzle stick. Okay, that's what I thought it was. The fact Sometimes that she, you would like stick an olive yeah. on them. Okay, the fact that she's like, I love those things. I'm like, is that like a dick? Um, I think it is. Or maybe she, I mean, I kind of like playing with them. Yeah, I like playing with them too. <laughs> but I wouldn't, I mean, I guess she and I are not. You guys are very Simpatico. Different. So I think it would be very weird for me to be like, I love a swizzle stick. I mean, here's the thing. Everything she says is her trying to toy with him. Because she's pissed. She yeah. walks in there being like, you owe me. Mm-hmm. significantly more money than you said you were going to pay me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to intimidate you into giving me 10 times, 100 times what you owe, mm-hmm. what you said you were going to pay me. So everything she says is like, per, is a cover for the truth. And the truth is she's saying, I will kill you if you don't give yeah. me more money. So like, I think she's just, she's being provocative. She's Yeah, she's trying to be cute. I mean, her whole vibe, what the fuck is she doing? That midriff shirt? Oh my God. Is her, she Electra? That's the thing too, <laughs> where I was like, her outfit is so like Electra. Slash like faith season, yes. f- like w- when she is like a bad girl, bad girl. Yeah, no, when she's like a three. sort of bad guy. Yeah, girl. end of season three when she's trying to be like, I mean, I don't know. Those pants seemed un- uncomfortable. What? No, I just thought of, um, we haven't seen Faith in a while. Yep. <laughs> um, and I got really happy thinking about seeing her again someday. I, yeah, someday, 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 someday. someday. but yeah so I did talk a lot of shit on this plot I don't hate it I think the kissing is silly the kissing is silly but it I under okay it doesn't make sense to me but I am like all right I'll buy it yeah and and like I said except for the the weird childhood flashback she's fine Mm -hmm. she's I would rather have scenes with Cordelia Mm -hmm. but she's she's fine I like that I, you know, and I kind of enjoy the like, we trapped you in an elevator. How are you going to figure out how to get out? Yeah. And like all of that, like that stuff is fun. And like that dude was such a douche. So I yeah. was glad to see him kind of get his comeuppance. Um, yeah. He was the dad on my so-called life. Mm. So it's also weird to see him be like evil. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't think I hated her. I just have seen better versions of it. Like Selena Kyle is one of my favorite characters, mm-hmm. and that's a better version of it. So it's, I think yeah. it's like because so many like really interesting, really good versions of this character who is like morally questionable, yeah. chaotic, neutral, uh, uh, like very assured of their sexuality. Yeah. Then like because I've seen that done so well, mm-hmm. and I think that may just be a fault of like. Having someone be a character that's in like an entire run of something versus like a character that's just being introduced yeah. right now. Like you said, if this was the first episode and she was a new member of the team, I think it would be like, all right, this is her introduction. Fine. Faith is, is similar. Like the first Faith episode, if you watch that alone and then she disappeared, you'd be like, who the, who the fuck was that? Exactly. <laughs> she, she and Buffy dancing sexy. You'd be like, what? Whatever. Well, and also, yeah, you're totally right. Like because like because when we first meet Faith. Mm hmm. You can, you're like, God, this girl's trying too hard. She's trying so hard. But then, like, in those moments when you do get to see her crack mm-hmm. and you do get to see, like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, this person is hurting all the time. Yes. And I think that's true of 
Uh, Gwen. Gwen. Which... She also has like an Emma Frost vibe. Like she has like so many weird vibes. She like, does. And if this was like I, like we were saying, if this was like what she presents and then as you get deeper, you get these vulnerabilities. Great. But they didn't give us any of the vulnerabilities in this episode. The time that she could have spent showing us her vulnerabilities, she's making out. One, she's like hanging out in a snowsuit as a child. <laughs> Two, she's making out with Angel. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Whereas if the, that time was spent her like if we were seeing what's behind the perform, what's behind the the mask that she's presenting, yeah, because it's not all real. No, of course not. And you know what? I was even imagining like, let's imagine that she's part of the team. I could totally imagine her like in the hotel, sitting with her feet up on a desk, like filing her nails and just like being like bored with something, oh like and wanting action. Fred would hate her. Fred would hate her. <laughs> and Cordelia would be like, oh, honey, I used to be you. And then I became a higher being. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, get your feet off my desk. Yeah, get your feet off my fucking desk. <laughs> uh, um, and Lila would be like, respect. Respect, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that being said, w- we don't know what happens with her, so. Yeah, that's true. Okay. It is so sad. The saddest thing. I did cry multiple times in the first episode. But the saddest thing that happens in these two episodes is giving up Cordelia's apartment. That was sad. And then when... It's the best apartment ever. Yeah. It's so cheap. It's so it's cheap. It's in Silver Lake. It has a friendly sexual ghost. Oh. <laughs> it's huge. It's huge. Beautiful built-ins. Oh, um, that apartment. It's nice. And I did get sad, too, when Fred loses her temper with Phantom Dennis and says, she's not coming back. Oof. And then everybody hears it, and she hears herself say it. Yeah. It's sad. It is sad. But it is kind of what, it's true right now. Because it's been three fucking months. It's been three months. Yeah. Oh. When Wes is like, oh, uh, here's a whole folder on Cordy. I'm pretty sure she's alive. Check it. Later. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have my cronies to get yeah, to. Yeah, I'm going to keep fighting demons. Uh, <laughs> that's what I do now. Yeah. Uh, you keep uh, on your little quests. I uh, help the helpless. So, uh, <laughs> you don't mind if I use that, do you? Uh, later, later. <laughs> um, but so he does get the arc. He tries to see. Oh, first he goes and has hangs out with that creepy <gasps> thing, dude. I loved that demon. She was so, so creepy, so creepy. And I'm feeling a little bit Halloweenish right now because it's yes, September. I'm ready for Halloween. So, I'm so can ready. We make it. Can we start celebrating Halloween now? Is it too early? No, because I mean, I it's bought- too hot. It is too hot, but yesterday I was at uh, Cost Plus World Market, yeah, um, which I love that place. Uh, it's but like I the best. bought a, a mug that has like an old timey picture of a pumpkin with a little black cat sitting inside, Ooh. and it says "Merry Halloween." I don't know why. I love it. It's like very old timey. So I was no, like, oh, it's perfect time. That sounds great. No, I'm ready to celebrate Halloween. I'm ready. I love. I don't know. Like for some reason, like Halloween makes me think of. Buffy, even though mm-hmm. Buffy's not really a Halloweenish show. No. But like I, I think it's just like I used to go trick-or-treating a lot with my best friend who was the person that introduced me to Buffy. So okay. I just have like a lot of like happy feelings about like fall. Yeah. And so I'm so excited for Halloween. Yeah. I miss it doesn't get really folly here no it doesn't like so, there's like two streets where everyone's like ooh, yeah so you have to go and drive really far yeah. so that you can drive down a tree line street yeah you're like ah oh. um but I, yeah i like i like fall and then 
I love the slide from Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Love that. Like, I love it. Me too. I'm a happy girl during yeah. that time. And then we get to New Year's and I'm like, oof. And January. then it's like, oh God, summer's coming. It's going to be really hot. <laughs> All I can think about is this heat. Ah. Yeah, the second half of this year is just like looking forward to the end of the year. Yeah. First half of the year is just dreading the summer. <laughs> dreading the summer. Uh, uh, usually it's manageable, but it just feels like it's endless right now. Yeah, we're in we're in it right now. Once this heat wave ends, I'll be fine. Because mm-hmm. I like in October when it's like 80 degrees. I like when it's like warm in October and warm mm-hmm. in September. Yeah. But 100 is too hot. No, all day. it's unbearable. And then all night. And all night. And then all day. And then all day the next day. Ugh. Oh, my God. What else happens in this episode? So, oh, right. So he gets, he uses the arc to find. Uh-huh. He does it by himself. Cordelia. Does it in the room by himself. Probably a good idea. Yeah. And he sees her and she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And glowing. And glowing. And he's like, okay, she's happy. Mm-hmm. Which, that's a jump. Yeah. Because he didn't talk to her. He didn't talk to her. But it's also, if the stupid show wasn't trying to take us the other direction, like, he sees that that's her higher purpose. She saw that it was her higher purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, duh. This show is like, I feel like Angel, and I mean, I think of course it does, plays with a lot of themes that we see in Buffy, which is like the difference between Angel and Willow. Yeah. Whereas like Willow's like, Buffy's dead. We got to get her back because she's probably in a terrible place. Angel's like, we don't know where Cordelia is. We should figure everything out that we can and then leave her be. (laughs) Well, once we find out that like, yeah, yeah. because the other thing is that he also buys into the idea of like a life's purpose. Mm hmm. So if her if he sees her having a purpose, then he's not going to interfere with it. Yeah. And he also like his whole life is lived in pursuit of a thing he knows he'll never get. And he sees in his mind that Cordelia has done everything to get the thing that she's been pursuing. Yeah. Which the show is telling us she doesn't want. But <laughs> it's so bad that I want to just ignore those little tags. They're really bad because they're so like they're. I'm like, did they film it, like, just in an office park? Like, why are they lighting? Like, they're lighting it so, so much. much. Yeah. And you can tell she's not into having to say these things. Well, and they don't feel, like, in character. Mm-mm. Like, they feel like jokes, but, like, the jokes don't actually have a punchline. Yeah. And I think it's partially because I, she doesn't seem, like, desperate enough to get out of there. Yeah. Because she's just like, get me out of here. Or she's like, oh, I'm so bored. Yeah. Like, what is that supposed to mean to us? That she doesn't want to be there? Is she just bored for that second? Is she bored for the whole time? Has she been just, like, chilling for three months? I think that she has. <laughs> That's pretty boring. If she's just been standing up there, like, for... I would be like, skip. Yeah. Uh, skip. Uh, where's that, like, fucking Adam Sandler <laughs> remote? Fast forward. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, wait. What's the name of that demon guy who gave her the choice? Skip. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I thought you meant Fast I know, that, and I kept saying it, and I was like, she's not registering what I'm saying. I, I was like, maybe his name his is name not is Skip. Skip. His name is Skip. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she, in my mind, she might be like, hey, Skip, come back. Okay. She's like, hey, Skip, help me skip this. <laughs> Skip. Skip. Use Skip. your name. Skip. Skip. Use Skip. You, you're hey, a higher hey. calling. Skip. Skip. <laughs> hey, Skip. Skip. <laughs> it's me. I wasn't getting it. No. And then I was like, maybe his name isn't Skip. <laughs> um, that would be so funny if she wasn't calling Skip and she just wanted to be like, I want to skip this part. Skip. And he's like, he keeps showing up and she's like, what? No, Skip. Skip. <laughs> I want to skip this. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. So I feel like we've covered the big moments. Yeah. And so, like, basically, where we are now is that Angel's like, I guess I give up. <laughs> Cordy's bored. Fred is uh, hurt by Connor and also frustrated with... In, in a sort of dysfunctional relationship. In a dysfunctional relationship. Also, like, when she was, like, touching up Connor, I was like, is this sexual? Like, when she was stroking his hair and shit, I was like, I know that boy has a boner under his blanket. Yeah, I think it might be sexual for him. I think she She feels, doesn't feel sexual no. to him. I think he's like, sexy mommy? I don't know. He's confused. <laughs> he's confused. Because he doesn't know. He does not. He knows nothing. He definitely has, like, issues with uh, trying to get validation from female. Yes. Because he's never grown up with a woman. No. His, one, his, his first woman friend on earth. Like, died. made out with him and then died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, knowing this, knowing that he has issues with female validation is going to inform how I take in the rest of this show. Yeah, I with think him. we're going to have more empathy for him than previous watches all the way through. I don't think he's still going to be annoying and make bad decisions, but I think we're going to have more empathy. It'll be I think more we're filled with empathy. I think to the brim. Uh-huh. <laughs> Skip. Skip. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, so Connor's homeless. Uh, Lila and I wrote. Lila's a boss. Lila's a boss. Lila and Wes are having fuckathons left and right. Yeah, and he's kind of a boss too. He's now. a boss because he's the boss of his own thing. Yep, uh, and he's got it covered. When Angel's like, "Do you need help?" and he's like, "Slice in half." <laughs> he's like, uh, "I'm sorry, what did you say?" He's like, "Sorry, I the shing of my sword was too <laughs> loud. I was too badass to like hear you." What? <laughs> um, you sound like you're like three thousand feet underwater. Is that Ooh, far? It's, that's a sick burn, though. It's like three quarters of a mile, sort of. Oh, yeah, that's pretty far. Yeah. A thousand yards, mm. ten football fields underwater. Woo! It's pretty deep. I've never been th- that deep. <laughs> Touchdown! <laughs> <laughs> I've never been that deep either. Um, have you ever been a submarine? Mm, except for Disneyland. No. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> I mean, I think I've been in one like that was not underwater, like oh, one that you're yeah. touring. Like you're, I've toured one. Yeah, but I've never been on one that's moving underground that's actually like a submarine like that is being submarinal yeah. i <laughs> we're getting a little submarine tonight um i, I that think sounds get, terrifying yeah i think i would get claustrophobic me too i would start to panic if i thought about it too much exactly but then and, i'd be like or if like someone had bad breath or something and there's like <gasps> no air yes. circulation or like if one of the windows opened and like water started rushing, <laughs> then i'd be like oh no we're underwater <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah i don't need to do that i've also never been in a helicopter me neither i don't know that i need to i think i would feel me i you know what i feel medium about it i feel not impressed i feel whatever but i think having been in one then i'd be like i'm different now i think i would be different i would walk around all the time with a hand up just in case there's (laughs) blades i'd be like watch out i do okay here's the truth though i have no interest in a helicopter but there are places that you can go with a helicopter you can go on a plane that i would be interested in doing like I would love to do a helicopter tour of the Grand Canyon mm-hmm. and you get to see more of the Grand You get views that you mm-hmm. otherwise would never get to see. So like there's things. So I would get on a helicopter for a tour of some kind. Mm-hmm. But it, but the helicopter part is not on my list to check off. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else on my list. Well, and also to get to places because, okay, this, um, I was watching Planet Earth 2, uh-huh. the behind the scenes Ooh, stuff. Oh, that sounds fun. Which was like bananas. Like there's this one island. Have you seen it? Planet uh, Earth 2. I don't know if I've seen all the episodes. Okay, there's one where it's about, I forgot. But <laughs> <laughs> like the, like each episode has like 
you know, like Athenian, jungle, yeah. whatever. But so this one, they highlight one of the things they highlighted was um, this like penguin island that's yeah. like off the coast of Antarctica, uh-huh. and it's like horrifying to get there. But it's really, it's a really cool island. Oh, it's about volcanoes. Okay, and uh, oh, it's island life, <laughs> which that's they're all interrelated. Okay, great. So there's an active island in the middle of this island. Okay, and then there is like literally like millions of penguins live on this mm. island and that's it it's only penguins so if the if the volcano goes off all the penguins get lava yeah they'll get lava but i think it's just like smoking all the time and then there's constant storms surrounding the island so the and it's all jagged cliffs yeah. so the penguins in order to eat have to like climb down these rock cliffs no jump into the ocean and get thrashed around tons of them come back like bloody like <gasps> horrifying so then this fucking crew comes <laughs> and they're in this little dinghy and they're like, they've got this camera equipment and they have like, they're like, all right, we have like 10 minutes while there's no storm to like get from outside the break to no. inside. And then like they do half of it and they're like, oh, the storm's coming back and they have to leave. <gasps> and then um, the people that are like camping there yeah. to do, they like try to find this like one area where the penguins aren't so that they can yeah. uh, like camp and not disturb them. And then it turns out that the penguins use that area for a poo-poo area. Ah. <laughs> so their tent and camera equipment are just constantly being pooped on by these penguins. That is so funny. <laughs> We're like, this is a great area. And then... And no penguins hang out here. Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> they all go there to poo. It's millions of penguins. And then the, the rain starts happening. And then all of the rain comes into like a runoff river oh, no. through their camp. And they're like, okay, we now see why... The penguins are not here. <laughs> but the guy was like, oh, I've gotten used to, like, the sound of, like, penguin poo hitting the side of my tent in the middle of the night. <laughs> that is either the worst or the best job in the world. I mean, I hope they get paid a lot because these people are, yeah, like, well, I mean, they're probably the top of their field. Oh, yeah. I mean, the you know footage I mean? they so, get is yeah. amazing. So I would think they probably get paid well. I don't mm-hmm. think being a documentary filmmaker, which is like basic, yeah, gets you paid that much. But this is like this is the you're the yeah yeah this is the pinnacle job. And like, oh my god! So not to go on like a, a jag of like Planet Earth two. Uh, we this is our new show. This is our new show. But like, so that's why I was like, oh, I would just try and take a helicopter. But I don't know if there's like a space for it to land. Yeah, well, and helicopters do get like tossed. Yeah, and wind. if there's storms on the thing of like, I hope these document these filmmakers get paid, make, a, lot. Get paid yeah. a lot. So they're like, we want to like, there's these golden eagles. Okay. We want to like document how they like hunt and they okay. can dive at like 400 kilometers an hour. Oof. So they dive super fast. And like, we want to get footage of like what it's like to dive. Yeah. So then they get these like two like French dudes who are like professional like hang glider. Okay. Um, by the way, Kelly is doing a dance where she's holding her arms out, elbows bent, and wiggling her hips. So imagine shoulders. there's a parachute attached to up there. Okay, I see it. So now you see. So they're <laughs> now you see. So they basically, but they can't disturb the golden eagle. So they can't yeah. bring any aircraft up there. They climb to the top of a mountain. No. This like super tall mountain. And they're like, okay, we're gonna wear GoPros on our heads, basically. Okay. And just jump off the side of this mountain and just basically free fall, but like with the guidance of yeah this thing. So they keep doing it and it's not getting good footage because to be safe, they have to keep looking around oh, okay. so it's not straight enough. So then they get up there and then 
the storm is really bad and they lose communications with the director who's on the ground. And they have this little cabin, like it's like an aluminum box. Okay. And it's freezing. And they, um, it's so foggy that they can't hike back down. Okay. So then they have to stay the night up there. And so they're there for two nights without any communication from anything. And so the lady at the, the director, she's like freaking out. She's like, I hope they're okay. Of course. So then the next day, it's still foggy. And the guy's like, well, it's going to be safer to fly down than walk down. So we're going to fly down. <laughs> so they fly down. And then they're like, okay, we are not getting any good footage. We're going to strap a camera operator to the front. No, of, no, yeah. no. So the camera operator the whole time is like, I'm going to get sick. <laughs> so it's twice as heavy too. Yeah. So it's going to be on one. so fast. It moves so fast. They get some great footage, some yeah. really cool footage. But the guy is like, and they're going into the water, or are they just going? No, down? they're okay. going down, and it's like imagine like really steep, jagged rocks. They're going, they're yeah. trying to swoop around them. <gasps> so they're like swooping around. The guy on the on the thing has like the worst wedgie in the world. The whole time he's doing it, <laughs> he tells and you this. Yeah, he's like, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. <laughs> and the guy's like, sorry. And they're like, dipping. <laughs> and then they keep like swooping, and then uh-huh. the camera operator starts getting sick. They finally like make it by just crashing on the ground. And, and they're like, we got it. <laughs> but I was like, I hope that guy. Who, oh my god! Oh, he's he also get a bonus. Never hang glided before. No. So they're like, go up there. You'll be fine. You're with a guy. He's gonna take you down. I would not. And he went on that trip thinking all I'm gonna do is like stand and like yeah. He's like hide I'm behind like- a rock. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm not an uh, extreme cameraman. Yeah. I'm just like a camera guy. I'm a camera guy. I'm like, no, you're a mountaineer. So you're gonna go up there. You're gonna climb this mountain and then you're gonna hang glide with someone. You have no control. This guy's just going to do it. I hope he got a bonus. Oh, my God. I hope he got so many bonuses. Because <laughs> it's, like, horrifying. And also the difference between being on the ground and up in the mountain. The ground is green, uh-huh. not cold. The mountain is completely covered in snow. It's totally cold. And, like, the air is thinner. Yeah. So you can't really breathe. No. You're altitude sick. <laughs> you're hang gliding with a stranger. And oh. it's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, and I didn't, I mean, of course I knew in my mind, I was like this, like, cause they got some great footage throughout. Was, okay. Is, did you have to own planet earth too? Or where do you get this? I bought scenes? it on Amazon. Okay. And the last episode is just diaries. Just diaries. Okay. Which I think you can purchase as a standalone. It's like one ninety nine or something. Okay. Um, and that one covers like all of the stuff they had to do for all the different episodes. Cause I like the show, but I'm like very intrigued by this part. Yeah. The part you're telling me about, I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. And there's a lot of them just like complaining about like being there for days and nothing happening and like waiting for a shot and just like hiding in a little bush. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Earth, do your thing. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, man. It's a cool thing that like I always wish I was like, A, more patient, B, more talented, C, more brave uh, to well, be able to do. You have, you have, you can work on some of those. Yeah. I guess like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how great of a photographer. Yeah, I don't know that you can ever be a planet Earth photographer. Sorry, I wasn't trying to like say that. I'm no. just saying you you could be more patient and more brave. Yeah, you could do that. Those things, great. Like those are within, and I think you could travel to some of these places. Mm-hmm. And I think also the bravery thing, at least, is like, well, the patience thing is like you don't have a choice if you're out there waiting and you're like, I got to get this shot. You're just going to wait. Would you just leave? <laughs> I think I might not re-up my contract. It depends on how <laughs> You're like, I'm not coming back, guys. I'm back. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks much. <laughs> Is Antarctica on your list of places to go? I would go there. I feel like someone else would have to pay. I'm not like, it's not very, I think it's yeah. my last continent. No, I'm not like, it's not on my bucket list. It's yeah. one of those things where like, if someone's like, 
hey, um, I'm going to go to Antarctica. Do you want to come? I'll pay for it. Then I'd be like, all right. Yes. I most places. Most I, places. I was like, what place would I not go? Like a really scary place. Like maybe like something that's in the middle of an intense war. I'd be scared. If they can't vouch for my safety, if they're just like, I'm going to go and I'll get you there. What if they say they can, but you're not, you don't believe them? Like, what if they're like, oh, we're going to go to North Korea? North Korea? <laughs> oh, my God. But they're like, but pretty much like we'll be able to, we'll be like, you know, I know a guy. It'll be fine. And it'll be free. You'll eat at all the best restaurants. In North Korea? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think I would go. Like, I, I don't think, like, I, I, I would be mad at that person for blatantly lying to me. Like, I'd be like, you cannot get us into North Korea. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, but, like, I have a friend. That person's not your friend. <laughs> like, you're going to get, like, broke down palace. You're going to, like, get taken away. I think that movie, like, changed my life. I saw it in sixth grade. Like, when I saw it, it was so formative. Mm-hmm. That I don't trust any men when I'm traveling. No one is allowed in my suitcase. No. I mean, they should sh- just have that playing on loop in all airports and people will not let anybody near their their shit. <laughs> That's better than the person who comes on and is like, make sure your luggage is with you at all times. Yeah. Like, we will arrest you. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. could hear you or I could see somebody. See, yeah. Show me broke down palace. <laughs> Isn't that like Jonathan Reese Myers or something? I remember it's like a cute dude. I think it is him. And then it's um, Claire Danes. It's Claire Danes and Kate Beckinsale. Oh, my gosh. And they do not have a... T- they have a tough time of it. Oh, it's so tough. It's a very tough time. Oh, and they were friends. But they can, like, never be friends again. No, you cannot go... Like, that is a path that you cannot go back on. You can't go back. Oh, oh man. That's very depressing. Now I'm, like, wanting to, like, consume, like, escapist uh, stuff that's, like, just all happy frills. Like, a historical romance. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um... Like, give me a, something set in the Victorian times. I'll be happy. Yeah. I'll be calm. Yeah, I could be calmed. I feel like Victorian times, but, like, either have it be anachronistic, so, like, everyone's feminist. Or, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> or, this is, like, a, ma- like, magical. Oh, okay. It's, like, a magical kind of romance. Yeah, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, yeah, I like reading about, like, rakes mm. and the women that love them who are mm-hmm. like, I'm a lady, but like, ooh, do I have this other part of me that I don't know about? It scares me, but excites me. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look oh, at those I... breeches. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> we went on a tangent. Yeah, we went on a journey, but I should hope we... you liked it. Yeah, I was like, should we release this as a separate mini episode <laughs> where it's uh, uh, Planet Earth 2 Diaries, Victorian Times, and romance oh my <laughs> yeah we started is do we start with planet earth yeah because we we're talking okay. about helicopters we were, before that we were talking about <laughs> submarines submarines <laughs> we're thinking about submarines because we're thinking about being underwater underwater being underwater touchdown. angel <laughs> oh, touchdown <laughs> touchdown angel um, right. um so yeah this is a good start to the season we kind of know where yeah. things are the cordy piece is still like kind of a question mark but things I feel like they've set the scene so we can see what's going to happen in season four. It's crazy that we like never see Connor again. Well, I mean, we saw him in that lump. You mean that the last thing we see is him as a lump? Well, I just mean for the rest of the season. Like he just goes, doesn't he start working at a hot dog on the stick? Here's the thing. It's really strange because you keep talking about how annoyed you are with him. Well, I just really don't like that one scene. Like I, (laughs) I don't like that one scene where they show him working at a hot dog on a stick. And I'm like, he's so annoying. He's asking for a raise. He's only worked there for a day. Here's the thing. If you're at hot dog on the stick, you're probably underpaid. It's true. It's true. They rely too much on tips there. 
Okay, so our next Angel episodes, in two weeks, we're going to talk about The House Always Wins and Slouching Toward Bethlehem. But if you're watching Buffy with us, next week is going to be Lessons and Beneath You. Um, The House Always Wins is the episode that I thought was Double or Nothing. Oh, I can see that. (laughs) Because they're both like kind of gambly. Yeah. So No, Double or Nothing sounds gambly. It does. And there's like a second of it. There's like a casino. (laughs) We see... Oh, where are we at a casino? You mean backstage with Lauren? No, no, no. In Double or Nothing. When um, it's in the the last five minutes when um, Gunn comes to like yell at that like boss of the casino. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Oh. And the whole time I thought that was... I think that episode, in my mind, is called Gangster's Paradise. (laughs) (laughs) Because they play a licensed song so long. The entire thing. They play the entire licensed song. They licensed every second of that Coolio joint. Mm -hmm. Can I say joint? Sure. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Um, Please leave us a review on iTunes if you feel like being nice to us. Um, you can follow our podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Hellmouthy. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelly Nuji. You can follow Ryan on Instagram and Twitter at Armogi. Oh, and we could talk about we've started doing on Tuesday nights mm-hmm. on Hyper RPG. We've been doing a a Buffy role playing game, a Buffy RPG, and it's really fun. It's so fun. Uh, check it out on Tuesday nights at eight thirty PST mm-hmm. on uh, Twitch TV slash Hyper RPG. Yeah. Um. It's really fun. And we do that with a uh, fellow pod fellow Buffy podcast, uh, Sunnydale Study Group. Uh, yeah. with Omar Najam and Chris Bramanti. So check that out and stay crispy. <laughs>